Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 25 of Secrets of Shadowloo. We are still in the Warriors of Shadowloo section. Yesterday we talked about Thai kickboxing in general. Today we are speaking specifically of Sagat, the Thai kickboxer who is M. Bison's right-hand man. He is the next-to-last boss in Street Fighter. He was the final boss of the original Street Fighter game, Fighting Street. And like Thai kickboxing itself, he is a song with not a lot of notes, but a whole lot of volume. Now, we talked a little bit about Sagat's personal history pages ago because it is a vital part of this alternate Street Fighter setting that we're calling No Dan's Land, uh, the alternate Street Fighter continuity depicted in the art pages ago where Sagat killed comedy character Dan Hibiki, leading to a darker and crueler street fighting world. Between that and the fact that his backstory is just not all that interesting as portrayed here, I don't really want to get deep into it. He's not like Vega. He's got this storied personal life. You could probably guess Sagat's backstory. Let me just hit the high points. Uh, quote, Sagat grew up in one of the poorest provinces of Thailand. Quote, started training at an early age to improve his body and mind. Quote, by the age of 20, he had become disgusted by the growing regulations imposed in the professional kickboxing rings. So he's a big success at kickboxing, but he doesn't like all the rules. Quote, Sagat heard of the large amounts of money that could be won in certain underground tournaments, so he fought for the first time in the underground circuit. He moves on to street fighting because he likes to fight and he likes to get paid. He's really good at street fighting. He becomes a champion. He becomes a grand champion. Did we mention that he loves to fight? Then, of course, there is the fateful match against Ryu. Ryu's an up-and-comer. Sagat expects to beat him, but he doesn't. Instead, he gets beaten. Gasp! The most shocking plot twist that can occur in a story and indeed a life that is only about fights. Ryu finds it within himself to throw a flaming dragon punch and this scars Sagat's chest. Quote, this loss sent Sagat into seclusion in the jungles of Thailand. There he worked to perfect his own techniques and develop new ones so that he could one day return and defeat Ryu. During this time, Sagat was contacted by an agent of Shadaloo. Sagat visited Bison and agreed to help Shadaloo. And the rest is history. Sagat is taken on by Shadaloo, and if you were to meet him in a Street Fighter campaign, you're all caught up. As with the style description, it doesn't seem like much on the page, right? Because it's all about intensity and focus. People like this in real life are weird and compelling, right? Like people who are top performers in intense competitive fields have a strong personality, but it can be hard to convey that in a role-playing game, both in the text of the book and at the table. Fortunately, we've got a solution in an unexpected location on this page. It comes in the appearance sidebar, which is it filler, given that this page also contains a perfectly good picture of Sagat? Yes. Y yes, it's probably filler, but useful for our purposes because there's a little gem in here. Quote, Sagat is a tall, muscular man whose body has been battered into a brutal appearance. He is bald, wears a patch over his left eye, and has a large scar going up his chest. He is usually found dressed in his traditional kickboxing trunks, and he prepares hand and foot wraps before any big fight. Now, maybe that doesn't stand out to you, because you're not used to meticulously picking apart silly-ass role-playing games, but the key word in that description is usually. Here's the thing. If you look at this book, if you look at the Street Fighter storytelling game core book, the descriptions of the World Warriors focus on combat attire. They focus on what you wear to the ring. Sometimes, though, fairly often, there's a mention of the general appearance of the character. 
So we get a note on, you know, how Guile styles his hair. We get a note that Ken dresses stylishly outside the ring. We get a note that Vega wears the finest clothes in his normal non-street fighting life. In a number of cases, it's noted that aspects of the character's appearance are specific to combat. For example, the core book mentions that E. Honda applies face paint when he's going into tournament combat. So, okay, whether or not the entry mentions what the character wears outside of combat, implicitly, the description applies to a combat situation. When the core book says of Cammy, quote, she dresses in her special forces uniform, which, <laughs> not since Star Trek have we been fed such blatant horse shit about what constitutes a woman's uniform. But anyway, it says, quote, she dresses in her special forces uniform and paints her body in matching camouflage. She wears a beret and styles her long blonde hair in twin braids. There's no qualifier on that, but we understand it to be combat attire, right? She puts on camo paint, presumably not in her daily life, right? When she's hanging around the house, it's not like she wakes up in the morning, spends an hour doing camo paint just as a matter of habit. Although why she does it before street fights, I also don't know. I mean, I'm not a member of the elite British swimsuit corps, so I guess mine is not the question. But I totally accept it's just it's just for combat. It's just for street fighting. That is her ring gear. Sagat's appearance entry doesn't say he wears trunks and eye patch, etc. It says he can usually be found in trunks and eye patch, etc. Now, when Sagat fights, he always wears this gear. He doesn't have any other ring gear. So when the text says he can usually be found in, all I can take that to mean is that on any given day, whatever he happens to be up to, he can usually be found in kickboxing trunks. When he's doing evil paperwork in his office in Riganka, he can usually be found in kickboxing trunks. When he's out negotiating profit sharing with mobsters in mainland Thailand, he can usually be found in kickboxing trunks. When he's chilling out on his day off, eating some steel-cut oats on a nice sunny Thailand morning out on his porch, he can usually be found in his kickboxing trunks. That is my understanding of the text here. And sure, you could choose to read it differently, but why would you? Because that is totally who Sagat is. Like, if his backstory tells us nothing else, <laughs> it is this, this motherfucker has devoted his life to kickboxing. And I don't mean part of his life. I, I don't mean every year. I mean every second of his life to kickboxing. Like his style, he is intense. And what better way to convey that than, you know, to have the player characters go to the World Warrior Tournament as, I don't know, fans or seconds or like performers on the undercard or whatever, and see the World Warriors hanging around doing, I don't know, autograph signings or checking into their lodgings near the tournament or whatever. And you see Ken in his suit and you see Vega in his suit and you see DJ dressed all casual and cool. Fei Long is wearing a shirt. Oh my God, like regular people. He wears a shirt. And then there is Sagat in his eye patch and his trunks and nothing else. Like he wears every day. Every fucking morning he wakes up and lays out his clothes on the bed. Underwear, trunks, eye patch. On the bed, in a row, nothing else. I don't think he wears shoes. Why would he? After so much kicking practice, his feet feel nothing. They're harder than goddamn diamond. He would wear right through them. It'd be like putting human shoes on a horse. He'd destroy them. The secret of Shadaloo on this page, which you wouldn't know from just following the fights, right? Just reading Street Fighter magazines and seeing match reports and all that stuff. The secret of Shadaloo on this page is that Sagat is just that guy 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He always wears those trunks. He has one mode, and that mode is kickboxing. And when you go in for your evil job interview to work at Raganka, or you dress up as a janitor and try to sneak into one of Shadaloo's operations, if you should run into Sagat, he's going to be bare-chested, be trunked, and ready to kick. That's a distinctive personality. That's really going to make Sagat stand out among the other world warriors. Now, does this uniqueness stand up when we turn to his character sheet? Join me tomorrow to find out on MDC. 
This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power.